together mm-hmm. we back up in this thing in here welcome welcome to another episode of the talk my credo podcast your boy dante credo here with my fam in the building <laughs> oh yeah kt what's going on sis <laughs> um it's black history month it's Black History Month, nigga. I got Black History nails. Okay. Hey, uh, okay. Yes. A little Black Girl Magic here. Uh-huh, okay. uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Then like got that, like that. A Dinka a Dinka symbol. Uh-huh. This one. I, I got that. that I got that tag right there. God's yeah, I got that. <laughs> um, yeah, God is, I see it. I see it. Yep, I got that. And t- then I got I've that got, tag right uh, there. Uh-huh. A faceless beauty. She got a little uh-huh. head wrap on and earrings. Yeah, I can see that's that's and dope. And then I got that's more dope. Adinkra symbols. I got you. This one stands you. for courage. Uh huh. This one stands yep, for vigilance. Yep, I got that one. Come on now, come on. This now, pull one them out. stands yeah, for perseverance. Pull out, pull out. Come, what, what, yeah. And this one stands for wisdom. Yes. Come on now, you better y'all, uh, y'all better pull, y'all better pull see, out the blackness. I like that. I like that. <laughs> that's dope. That yes, is dope. Blackity like black that. black black. Blackity black black. Yes, yes, yes. Peace show, my brother. Man. My brother is here. What's here. up, man? You are back with us. <laughs> I am back. What is I am up? big. I'm big. I'm big. No, no. I'm big. Look. <laughs> See, I can't get with y'all with the, the accents. Y'all just tear it all up. We tear it up. Hey, man, we from Shell Town. Yes. You already know what it is, man. It is what it is. Look, I've been missing y'all, man. You know, January has been well. I've said it before. It's been it was a trying month, and then um, February comes back. You know, I got to have a swing with the punches. But you know, I just thank God for the opportunity to be able to get back with my family. Cause sometimes this is the only place I get to vent. You know, um, you know how they 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 got that saying when they say a men, uh, a lot of men are hurting in silence. So. A lot of times mm-hmm. you just need a chance or you need an opportunity to speak and it's not always with your spouse some things you want to protect your spouse from and a lot of times you don't want to tell your spouse hey i'm hurt or hey i'm in pain because your spouse look at you as superman your kids look at you as superman so you know even sometimes you don't even you can't even go to some of your boys and some of your brothers because they're looking at you like yo man you a man man up and as men, a lot of times we hear that a lot from superiors. Hey man, come on man, suck it up. We don't. But it's not it's not always it's we not don't. always like that. So it's not easy to just suck it up when you care about others over yourself. And then, you know, sometimes all it takes is one decision, one mistake, one um, poor lack of judgment, and then it can be taken away like that. But, you know, just maintaining sanity, getting back on the last time I was here when we was talking about, you know, suicidal thoughts when we talk about mental health those things exist with men and a lot of men are not having this platform to be able to vent to or um people that just want to i know you're going through something you don't have to talk about it but i'm gonna come hang out i'm gonna come sit with you just in case Mm -hmm. while we're sitting and you know watching the game or eating or if someone come on just in case you want to tell me what's on your mind because um Puff, I appreciate you. He did it today. Um, uh, yesterday, Dante said, "Hey, just call and check on you." And sometimes that's all. It, that's all it takes. Just call and check on you. Yep. And I said, "You know, it's amazing you did that." So he texted, and I called him. I said, "It's amazing you said that, and I mm-hmm. appreciate it because you wonder if some people really get it. You wonder if they haven't talked to you in a while, right. and if they saying, yep. and I wonder what's up with KT. I want to know. I want to know if she if she's all right." Because when you're together, you're together. One of them type of things. When we're together, everything good. 
But yep. when I'm not around you, do um who had that song? Um, Neo. I just wonder. I uh-huh. just wonder. Do you ever think of me anymore? And it ain't on no mm-hmm. lovey type stuff, but yeah. on a friendship type stuff. Do you think right. about me? Because mm-hmm. I can tell you genuinely, if I ever loved you, that's everybody in the world. If I ever loved you, I always will love you. Now, I may not show you that love because of circumstances or situations, but no, if I ever told you I loved you, I love you for the rest of my life. Even, you know, I love some of my enemies only because they play an intricate part in my life of who I am today. So... I, we all got a Judas well, now. You're, you're a better person hey, than hey, me. Hey, hey, hey. It's the truth. I know, I know, I know you throw two fingers me. up and say, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm quick with it. Two I'm, I'm <laughs> now, but, but at the same time, those people who, um, have are in that soft spot. Of course, you know, I there is tolerance. There's the benefit of the doubt. This, that, and the third. But even still, that's that's just a limit for me because I'm just a. I find myself to be a naturally skeptical, almost a pessimistic person. Mm. Now, I do the expect the best, but prepare for the worst type of thing. But it's almost as if I just expect the worst. And I'm trying to be more positive in my thinking when it comes to dealing with people. But, you know, right now I'm like, people are evil. People are liars, manipulators. You know, I'm just, you know, sinful sinful people and you know I'm, I'm just like you know when when things happen and it just kind of breaks your trust just g- in general uh even those that are closest to you it's it's, it's tough but i do uh, appreciate um you talking about that and sharing that because i believe just as society you know the men don't have a place to voice and to share emotions like that and we know that you know and it's just it is seen as a feminine trait to be emotional to to have and to talk about our feelings and what we feel like and more often than not um i say i surmise that being a man more so being a good man uh because there is a difference and being a good man is at best a thankless job. That's just kind of how I feel. True. And excuse me, um, I'm still trying to recover because you almost took me out. For those that's watching, yeah, there was a period when I kind of had to go off camera because I was drinking and Philip was doing that horrible accent and just choked me all the way up. So, you know, I just... <laughs> he choked me all the way up. And so I'm over on the side. Yeah hacking and coughing and trying to do eyes watering like like i'm listening and i'm totally with you but i was trying to recover because you about took me out he's like i'm I'm beat i'm I'm beat what what and you caught me when i was drinking man i was taking a sip of my drink that's like forrest whitaker in the during black panther Uh, (laughs) i was like what kind of The Papa of the Black Pinter. The, the, the Pinter. Come Hi. here. Pinter. He said, come here to your son. <laughs> I was like, oh, he is horrible at this. This is not working. <laughs> <laughs> who, was his, who was his coach? Oh, man. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> whoever, he, whoever he had, he should have went to uh, whoever uh, chat with Bozeman was working with because he, w- he was detailing his process of... Um, mm-hmm getting the accent and stuff down and and how he actually did you know a couple of smaller movies where it required him to speak you know in in the african Mm -hmm. uh dialect so to speak Mm -hmm. just to kind of get the practice down for that big role and i just you know rest in peace to chadwick boseman man just the more that i read and the more that i learn about him it is it's just so much respect you know just the awesome man that he is yeah, it, just so much respect for him, and just amazingly talented. Um, but yeah, but but to to kind of touch on what you also uh, was going back to what you were speaking about, P. Um, yeah, I just kind of feel like the you know a good man is at best a thankless job because you don't really get the platform or the ear, I believe, to really voice about how you feel because that is not seen as a trait or something that is acceptable for a man 
a man, you know, we, we look at men, it, a man is determined about the things that he does, like action. Actions define who you are as a man and how you are as far as, you know, character and all this type of stuff, your actions. And of course, with, with women, you, you do get a platform and more acceptance when it comes to expressing uh, and tapping into emotion. So it's like how you feel versus the man I feel like is how you do. Now, I have no scientific, you know, expert facts or evidence or whatever the case may be. It's just how I feel. Um, and I feel like, you know, a, a lot of guys would, would kind of feel the same way. Um, but I do believe that it, it takes that one person that allows you to do that but it's, it's not something that is actually taught as far as society. Now, of course, as of late, you see really big pushes for, you know, mental health and this, that, and the third, which I, I love because, um, you know, for a while that part has been ignored because when it comes to, you know, as far as men, man up, don't cry, this, that, and the third. Nah, you, you don't do that because that's weak and stuff like that. It's like, but nah, you you have emotions too and you are you know it's not weak it's not feminine to express emotion to uh talk about and express the things and how it makes you feel of course it has to be done in in a productive um you know in a, in a healthy productive way because a lot of times I, I think a lot of us myself included you just let things build you just take things, you just take it on the chin, take it on the chin, take it on the chin, let it roll off the back, roll off the back. While you thinking it's rolling off the back, it's actually latching and attaching to your back, and it just becomes a weight. And all these things has happened, and all these things has happened, to finally you just snap. And it's like, well, I've never known him to act like that. I don't know what happened to him. He snapped. Um, and even when you think you have people that you can... Um, or even those closest to you that would be that one or, you know, few people that you can express those type of emotions to about how you're feeling, whatever the case may be, if they're not equipped to handle that and not so much take it on, but just being able to listen, be a sounding board, allow you to kind of voice through and not require them to have the answer, but just be there to be like, you know what? I got you. You know, I don't have the answer, but just know that you're not alone in this fight. Just know that just I always got your back. And that's what most of us need. Just someone who is close to us who can just let us speak and just get things out and say, you know what? I, I really, if I'm honest, I don't know how to, to solve this problem. If I could, I would. But just know that, you know, I'm in the trenches with you. I'm fighting there with you. You're not alone in this fight. It may not even be your fight. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not asking you to take on these pressures and stress with me. I just need you to understand and and to give me the leeway. You know, now I can I can be hard when I'm out in the world. Yeah, just give me the safe space to do it and to be genuine and truthful enough to where you hear me, you listen to me, and then you apply what you have what what you've heard. The way you be mindful of it, not just. You know, you y'all ever talk to someone and it seems like you are, you know, like you're, you're pouring your soul out to someone just, you know, and, and for, to, to, to do that requires just a lot of bravery uh, and, and a lot of courage because, you know, you, you just you just don't do that with everybody. Um, but then you try to share some things that, you know, really heartfelt and some some deep things and they just kind of like nothing as if you're talking to a brick wall like no it's like they don't really receive it and it's like they're not listening to be there for you but almost as if they're just collecting data and collecting information on you you know where it was like you know I'm I'm, I'm leaning towards you right now because I'm in a vulnerable position I just need someone to hear I'm not looking for answers. I'm not looking for you to save me. I'm not looking for, you know, a superhero. 
I'm still recovering from earlier in this podcast, so just forget me. <laughs> um, you know, I, let, let me, I'm still trying to let me get off that because uh-huh, go ahead. you actually um, everything you just said, and I'm a co-signing. I, it ain't just because he my bro. Um, yeah. It's the simple fact that that's exactly what you said. You said, "Hey, I'm gonna be honest with you, bro. I don't understand anything that's going on, but I'm yep. here." And that, but I'm yeah, here. that was concerning my situation, you know what I mean? Because even explaining yep. it, it's hard to explain, you know what I'm saying? And I'm still right. like, yo, like, what's really going on? And it just shows you how quick life can be really turned upside down. And um, all mm-hmm. I'm just trying to do is just trust God and stay encouraged through it all. So, so yeah, you know, so I, you know, I appreciate you, but you are one of those definitions of one of those people who legitly has that genuine heart because those were your exact words. Look, I'm gonna be honest with you. Mm-hmm. I don't understand yeah, that's nothing that's going on. I, but I'm I don't here. I understand what's going on. Yeah. But you're my bro, and I'm here. Yeah. I'm here. And that's that's all that and matters. That's so. all it takes, really, a yeah. lot of times. Um, I was talking to a friend of mine. Um, mother just passed a oh. few months ago. And, you know, grief comes in waves. You never know when you're going to get triggered when it all of a sudden you're gonna feel all those emotions right um even though some time has passed and um they said to me they were like you know i appreciate you know i was having a moment you know you didn't cry or give me empty statements like a lot of people normally do like it's gonna be okay everything happens for a reason right and it's like you know when you're grieving, that's not what you want to hear. Right. You know, sometimes you just need to be in your feelings and feel it and, you know, let the feeling pass because it will pass. Right. Exactly. But, you know, they told me they were like, you know, you gave me the space to have my moment. You know, you just let me be in my feelings. You gave me my space. You didn't try to give me no empty um, statements or try to you know cheer me up or anything you just were there and I knew that you were there and that you were genuine and that means a lot and I feel like we need to do more of that you know people always want to come to somebody who's hurting and try to tell them you know, oh, what they need to do or, yeah, you know, and, and yep. sometimes the person doesn't need that. They just need you to listen and just need you to hear them and acknowledge that they, they are hurting. Right. And, and that's it. Now, I definitely believe that is a big issue there. And it's not like it's intentional. You know, people have good intentions, you know, whether mm-hmm. they, they think they're helping, but it's like right. thinking, well, I'm sad. So it's my obligation to make you happy again was my obligation to cheer you up and save the day and give that, you know, that epiphany answer to make you, you know, you're right. And then think, you know, butterflies and rainbows and unicorns and stuff. Like, that's just, sometimes people just like, there's, there's a process that people have to go through, especially, you know, grieving when I hurt, whatever the case may be. Just sometimes we just need to sit in it. You know, we, we got, we got to sit the storm out. I, I know your intention is to, you know, wave your hand and, and the storm you know immediately dissipates and the sun comes out again sometimes we just we just need to sit through the storm man, and we just need to have someone there that says you know what i'm i don't i'm not going to say anything because honestly there's nothing that i can really say to you you're you're hurt you're in pain and you just need to get that hurt and pain out so i am here as your sounding board Whatever you need to do to get this this hurt and pain out that is short of physical violence to me, <laughs> you know, uh, you know, whatever you need to do to get it out, I am here for you. And if all the thing you need me to do is just sit here and just listen. And that's all most people need. Just just let me get through the process. Let me go through it because, you know, I know you want it to, but that's just not how emotions work. It doesn't just dissipate and and just disappears yeah. like you know we wish it can but that, that's just not how we work internally so we, we there, there has to be a process we gotta 
understand it. Then we got to process it. Then we got to figure out how to get the energy out of it. Then we got to figure out, you know, the lessons to learn from it. Then how to, you know, look at it from a different perspective. Because it's not like that memory or that experience just goes away. and We never remember or think about it ever again. Now we got to think about the best ways to, to cope. And whenever we get in that moment and experience again, how to better handle it the next time. Uh, you know, this, that, and the third. So, you know, it's... it's we started off real deep, but I, I really like y'all know me. I love talks like this. I love talk like that because it just seems like we don't have it enough, but especially within our community. So, uh, absolutely. So with that said, I love y'all. Absolutely, I, I love y'all. Love y'all so much. I'm so happy y'all are back. And just in the first thirty seconds, dude tried to take me here. out. I don't know what you talking about. P. <laughs> P is back. I was always here. Yes, P is back. I was always here. I was texting. I was texting. I was there. I was there. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, you know, yeah, he was here in spirit. You know, I was I was letting people know I he here. He's he's here in spirit, just just not necessarily on on the mic, so to speak. But yeah, I'm just I'm just happy, man. I'm happy. So again, happy Black History Month. And I hope that y'all are still celebrating Black History Month. We're it's almost over. We got like less than um, a week and a half. Uh, yeah, a week and some change left. But you know, people yeah. people have been trying us. Month of the year. Yeah, and, and you know, people have been trying us all Black History Month, all February. People's been trying oh, us. Everything from Whoopi to you know Bath and Body Works to all these this that, that, that they've been trying us something heavy this this month. Um, and so I got to start with a little bit of you know, a little more rigidity uh, when it comes to Black History Month and how people are um, are celebrating Black History Month. So this is a clip on TikTok uh, where this uh, high school, here's the context for those that are listening. This is a TikTok clip. A high school had a walkout um, for whatever reason, but they were also... Um, celebrating and, and honoring Black History Month and a white teenager, a white high school kid got up and this is what they had to say in regards to Black History Month. So <laughs> let's listen. Y'all saw a high school had a walkout today and this little girl had said this. I am so glad that years ago, Dr. Martin Luther King, the first black man ending slavery, because if not, people would be whipped Happy Black History Month, everybody. <laughs> Happy Black History Month. She's so, con she's so convicted, though. Yeah. Like, she, she is so confident in her words. Like Y'all be with me every day. That Martin Luther King Jr. was the one... <laughs> The first black man that ended slavery, doggone it, because we would still be getting whipped today, dang on it. Still. <laughs> I got to play it again, because it was like, just the conviction she had it was like, I, I know your heart's in the right place, but no, mm. baby. No, 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 no. Play it again. Girl had a walkout today, and this little girl had said this. I am so glad. That years ago, Dr. Martin Luther King, the first black man, ended slavery. Because if not, people would be whipped every day. Don't you hear somebody in the background? Yeah, somebody in the background like, no, 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 no. <laughs> But did you see her body language? Like, like listen, I, the, the first black man to ever had slavery. Thank you. Or we'll be whipped. Like, every oh day. my gosh. She... Every day. <laughs> oh my God. Oh my God. So oh, I see well, people. I, I, I appreciate your uh, zealousness, <laughs> um, your eagerness to. Uh, Try to participate, honey, but sit your butt, your mm. sit, sit your behind down, hey, okay? Hey, this is because why. you don't uh, know what you are talking. Yeah, I'm talking about black history now, but outside of Martin Luther King, Malcolm X, Harriet Tubman, Rosa Parks, 
and Barack Damn Obama. See, that's what they learn now. But I'm just saying, but yeah. back then when we was in school, oh yeah, they didn't. They limited it. That's they, all they, they taught. There was a full mm-hmm. horseman right now. Two women, two yeah. men. Martin Luther King, Malcolm X, Harry Tubman. And it was and up to Bush. our families to make sure we knew yep. what was going on. And it was up to our family that we knew to, more. Yep, mm-hmm. to teach us anything mm-hmm. more about because our history, mm-hmm. according to how we were taught in school, was the first introduction to black people were slaves. And Harriet Tubman, who did the Underground Railroad, and then how Martin Luther King and Malcolm X and you know, now you you got mention of others. So you we, we saw a mention of like W. E. B. Boys, truth, and, you know. and yeah, so journal truth, and you know, but yeah. everything, but the figures we all learned from dealt or came directly from slavery or the influence of slavery and the fight for black people to no longer be slaves and to be equal, and that was that. Mm-hmm. But so, so now that th- they have the next chapter, now Barack Obama will be included in their black history. But that, that was it. Yeah, that's that's, that that's why the hated you, though. That's why they ain't like you in, cl- in history class. Yeah. Because it, yep. it, here, here comes the rebuttal. You always got to yep. start something. No, I'm telling you the truth. Yep. <laughs> they hated us. Oh, my God, they hated us. They hated us. <laughs> oh. They did. Because even then, even the teachers who were teaching us didn't know. But why would they know? Because it's not their history. Why would they care? They don't care. You know, you you remember that one time we went through the whole, um, now it's it's common. I see it all over social media. But back then, you know, we didn't have social media. Yeah. But we went through uh, our own little project of all the black inventors and the things they invented, you know, like the the, the stop, uh, the traffic light and yeah. just all these different things, the potato chips. And we went, it was like, you know, we, we did all this. Why don't you teach us about this? And they got so mad at us. Like, you know, but it's it's things like that. And so this is the uh, I'm sure people that are using it more. I already started seeing people using this clip. As far as like this is why they need to teach critical race theory. I'm not even going to touch critical race theory, um, but why people are like this is why it needs to be taught because these kids do not know because y'all curriculums aren't trying to teach anything as far as the truth of American history. Um, that there's a, a particular portion that I want to go over. I'm going to go over next uh, the next podcast because it's going to be a bit of a deep dive, kind of like what I did with the the podcast doofs that was disrespecting black women because uh, there's another one who his platform is based literally on cooning for the white man and uh, shitting on uh, black people. Like the, the, the amount of self-hatred and the the abundance of of emptiness like the abundant emptiness he has as far as self-worth for who he is as a black person it's amazing it's amazing y'all think the likes of like candace owens is bad but this guy <laughs> jesus christ but but we'll talk about that next time but um i'm gonna share another clip since we're on black history and this is the the recent thing that is going on right now is happening up in New Jersey. I'm not surprised because it's New Jersey. But shout out to New Jersey. Um, mm-hmm. the, there was a particular clip of teenagers they were at the mall doing what teenagers do at the mall. You know, you're hanging out. Is that the third? You know, that's the spot to go to. There was a particular. There was a bully. The white kid that was attempting was picking and bullying a kid. The kid's friend, a black kid, stood up for him, standing up for his friend. The bully begins to threaten and mess with the black kid. Black kid stood his ground. They come the blows. Now, the white kid is clearly the instigator in this clip. They come the blows. The cops come and break it up. Guess what happens? The cops tackle and pin the black teen down, handcuff him why they literally just sat and did absolutely nothing to the white kid. And the white kid literally just sat down and he just standing around looking. And everyone's like, no, he's the one that started it. He's the one that did it. Why are you handcuffing him? He was defending himself. So all that being said, we're going to play this clip. This is going on like right now. I think this happened maybe a couple of days ago. Um, 
but you know it, it's some some things are just too blatant to just ignore or explain away so let's take a look Oh Both of them left. Yep. Look at the kid. Like, wh why kid just literally sitting down? Oh, just no. Holy fuck! Yo, it's because he's black. Racially motivated. Yeah. Whoa, whoa. So he left the other guy to go put his knee on the back of the dude neck. Uh huh. The dude mm -hmm. now he just made him sit down, sit down, uh -huh. we'll take care of it. Yep. The cops came immediately the cops saw the black kid as the bigger threat, even though the white kid was on top of the black kid. But they pushed the white kid out the way and pinned the black kid that's already on the ground, on the ground, and handcuffed him. The other cop left the white kid, went to help the other cop handcuff him while the other kid just literally sat there and just watched they said they took that black kid to the whatever office they had where he where they where he remained in handcuffs for 30 minutes not one handcuff or anything was put on that white kid he was let go so of course there's an outrage happy black history month everybody see so your, your, your blackness is a threat though you know what i mean so the fact that you are black you automatically are a threat because that's a the color is powerful. Your tone is powerful. Your presence is powerful. The the narrative of how culture is created. Your, your mind, mind is powerful. Is powerful. Yeah, everything about the the word black is powerful. I mean, <laughs> if, if, because here's the thing. Because here's the thing. Because y'all know I'm the last one to get up here and be like, oh, the white man. Oh, woe was us. Oh, woe. Y'all know I'm the last one to get up here and do that. But at the same time. I'm not stupid and naive enough to act like this isn't our reality. Yeah. So like this happens. Absolutely. My response to that would be no, do not make them victimize us. Mm. You know, do not let them establish a healthy dose of fear in us. Do not let them establish an inferiority complex in us because the way they perceive us, that's my stance, but that doesn't mean that I'm going to ignore, nor will I will not fight and stand up when the stuff happens. Yeah. And it's, it's absolutely insane. It is absolutely insane. So it's like this kid literally, literally at this point right here, he is on top of that black kid. The lady cop pulls the white kid back. Actually, they both pulled him back. They both pulled him off of the black kid and the other cop literally after pulling the white kid off dives on the black kid and handcuffs him after he was handcuffed they just stood up and, and was asking the white kid what happened <laughs> so it's like okay alright so what What other mess well, of course people are up in arms people are asking questions so what? what would be the reason for this action here. Now the kids there saw it. The other kids, you know, if you heard the, you know, listen to the commentary, they were like, well, that's, he's black. Cause the other people were like, well, why are you only handcuffing him? And you know, kids were like, well, maybe because he's black. Yep. Ain't nothing, nothing else, to, else say. to say. He's literally sitting there, catching his breath, looking around. You, you, you see the kid right there just, as if he's just a bystander himself. Just mm -hmm. then, then he—he's just sitting there chilling. Look, hand on his knees and and having a great old time. Th then he gets up, steps around, walks around. 
first of all, look, look, but that's also how you know he's white. Because if you put any black kid in a position like that, they running. Yep. They run. They you mean, run. oh, you going after them? You yeah. ain't going to get run. me? Oh, yeah, I got to get loose. He did, and he just sits there. Right. And so it's 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 amazing. That is amazing to me. So I saw the clip, you know, and I see a lot of these clips, and I, I choose to not talk about a lot of that stuff because, like I say, you know, there's other platforms that that do that very yeah, well. Yeah. Uh, and yeah. as a as opinionated as uh, as I am and and can be, and my thoughts and this that and the third, you know, I do want to maintain my stance that we should not let them impose a mentality of victimhood of inferiority of fear this stuff happens we should fight we should oppose as we should but at the same time i highly highly lean on the the self-sufficiency thing to be, there, there's a passage in the Bible where it says to be uh, as smart or as cunning as a snake, but innocent as a dove, right? Yeah. And that's how I see that, that we, as black people in America, we need to start moving with more cunning around these places. Now, of course, you know, we just can't be afraid. That, and I can't send my child to, um, to the mall. You know, because that's just what, what children do, especially, you know, American children. You go to the mall, you hang out, have friends. But there's an extra level of awareness we have to teach our children, right? There's an extra uh, a level of understanding, reading the room, and understanding where you are. If you are the only person in a situation that one even looks like you, you're probably not in the best situation. Even if you are in a situation where you are around a lot of people that look like you, you're still probably not in the best situation because either way you are seen as a threat. So what do you do to maintain safety while also being able to live and walk around this country as free as it is written for you to be, maybe not as practice as, as it's supposed to be or needs to be, you know, for those who want to swear that, you know, systemic uh, racism and oppression doesn't exist which of course it still does. Now are we physically? No, but we're dealing with the trauma of a generational, uh, a generational brutality that we are still trying to recover from. So what do we do? So that's just something to think about, you know, not necessarily trying to deep dive into it, but you know, like I said, all this month, we, we it's just been story after story after story of them just really, y'all just can't let us celebrate. Even the month where we're supposed to celebrate, y'all ain't letting us celebrate. Y'all can't even give us a month. Y'all can't give us the shortest month of the year. Y'all can't give us 28 days. Y'all can't give us 28 days of just chill, allow us to just chill and to celebrate us. There, there's, there was this, um, this other uh, video of these white people up on the bridge uh, that was in like these malicious suits. Maybe there was the Proud Boys or some some other group. Like th these white folk then got all type of groups or whatever because they just hate the fact that people are giving black people any type of credence, any type of shine or credit for anything. These white people just hate it. They hate it. They are actually more concerned about being called racist than actually dealing with racism in of itself. But these white folk was up on the bridge. I saw this video and they had this huge banner where they said, uh, white patience has its limits. And I was like, huh? White patience. A banner that said white, white patience has its limits. And I was like, well, I, I need someone to uh, educate me. What does white patience mean? What is white patience? Is this, is, is this your way of saying what well, we're going to... Uh, you know, give you your 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 inch, so to speak, your your 15 minutes of fame, and then it's back to us seemingly dominating what you also believe seemingly is your country <laughs> or your your space. What does white patience mean? What are you being patient about? 
you, you, you're being patient about the empowerment of black people because y'all believe and it's it's only with y'all and it's only with y'all let's just be honest this ain't be all racy but it is what it is anything that is pro anything non-white mm-hmm. you automatically synonymously conclude that it's anti-white so the biggest quote-unquote nemesis to whiteness is blackness. We know that because they've spent generations and generations of suppressing one group for the advancement of the other. Mm. That is literally the words of amazing figures of American history, such as Abraham Lincoln, Robert E. Lee, so on and so on and so forth. So now that black people are getting celebrated things are starting to happen for them now you have white patients now you're patient all right just just understand what whatever white patience is and whatever limit you say you have i think at this point in time at this point in the game some of us is like all right well we want all the smoke all of it we want every bit of that smoke. So I, I, I want to see what happens when your quote unquote patients end. Mm-hmm. Because a lot of us, a lot of us, we are very big supporters of the Second Amendment. Just like you, we got them too. Oh, we, we, I think our passion for the ability to be actually free that has been written in this country for men to be before y'all even gave us the acknowledgement as men I think our passion to, to get what is rightfully ours outweighs your jealous insecurity so we want to see what happens with that patience and that's all because we want all the smoke. So, all of it. So, yeah. Yeah. So, continue on, white patient. And of course, general statement this isn't talking to all white people because I understand that all white people are the monolith, even though they try to say that black people are a monolith. I'm not talking about all white people. I'm talking about white people who that pertains to. If the shoe fits, there you go. Be grateful. There was a there was a particular statement. I cannot remember her name, but she said it so profoundly. She said, "Be grateful that all we want is justice and not revenge. Be grateful that justice is all we want to do right the wrong that was done to us. That's all we want because we've always been we will do it and handle it ourselves. Be grateful that all we want is justice and not revenge. And that is that. It was like, no, I'm not condoning or insinuating violence. Just for those who may want to misconstrue my words. No. That is basically saying, if you bring violence to my doorstep, understand, it will be met and dealt with. So, run up get done up but, so, that's yeah, it. so basically when, when your patience in try, try jesus try don't jesus try me try jesus yeah because not me because I, I throw hands yeah <laughs> so but i love that guy man i love yeah, that guy i say that in church all the time <laughs> uh because i fight <laughs> Cause I throw hands. See, see, that's that. But uh-uh. but you talk about that too. Um, even in your um, even when you battle rap, you say you know, you know. I, yeah. I, I grew up in the church, so I know how to throw that tambourine. You know, and then he said, yeah. you know, I'm, I'm yeah. somewhere in between that 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 demon and the Holy Ghost. You know, when when you getting in between, the, you know, that's the world and the church, basically. Yep. So, yep. you don't know which one you're gonna get through my trauma, through my issues. Or through my prayer life yep. and my family. 
depending on which day or whatever one is on my nerve at the time, you might get, I'm either going to lay hands or I'm going to throw hands. But it's one or the other. Yeah. One or the other. <laughs> which is funny. And I, I, I know they don't, and I know they don't understand that when I say that because for whatever reason they think because you know I, I believe and I follow in the things of God that they see that as weakness because you know they got their old saying if you scared go to church it's like no understand be, be grateful be very grateful mm-hmm. that I am submitting my way to this logic because that's the only discipline that's keeping me Ooh. from putting you under yeah. right now like that's the only reason only reason why and I'm telling y'all just understand understand that God giver lost nigga they 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 right here like they're right here and you know all 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 it takes is for that one button that right button to be pushed that's just what it is but thank God that you know I pray I read and do these things that I can keep certain things under wraps so but you know, uh, it, dealing with street culture, you know, uh, God and stuff is considered a weakness. Like, oh, you scared? And they'd be like, oh. And, and so the new thing with 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 that is like, everyone wants to be on demon time. We on demon time, demon time, demon time. And I'm like, you know, but me professing and believing in God is like, I don't recall any story where a demon overcame anything of God. Yeah. So, be on all the demon time you want. I I, I am literally, literally equipped. To destroy demons yeah. so what are you talking about but yeah man that's that's going on all right listen listen let's 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 lighten the mood just for a little bit let's lighten the mood man talk about it um the super bowl yeah the super bowl came and went the super bowl was this past sunday congratulations to the los angeles rams they are the winners of the super bowl yeah. odell beckham jr uh, got his Super Bowl ring amongst you know a lot you know a slew of stars because they had a star-studded yeah. uh, football team, but uh, I just have to admit I didn't watch one second of this game. <laughs> what I did watch, well, I I didn't. I watched the last thirty seconds because I was doing something else. Like I said, I w- I would be doing on the last part. Wifey came in and said, babe, there's 30 seconds left in the first half. The halftime show about to go, about to come on. I bet. We we scrambled upstairs, turned on the TV because the kids were occupying the bottom of the TV downstairs. Went upstairs to the TV and we and we watched the real Super Bowl. Halftime show. Oh. So before, so so before it's the real Super Bowl. It, it's not the halftime show. The the the, <laughs> the, the, the segment where they had the segment where they had those guys in the colorful uniforms and the little helmets where they was running some ball, doing something with some ball, that was the halftime show. They, they had the first <laughs> half, and then they had the real Super Bowl, and then they had some other half where they just kind of ran around and did some things. I don't even know. They ran from one side to the other. I don't understand what they was doing. But all I know is Dr. Dre, Snoop Dogg, Eminem, Mary J. Blige, Kendrick Lamar, and Fitty. 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 Came up there and shut the place down. He, so he was born like eighty five. Did you man. guys see the Super Bowl? Because... <laughs> <laughs> so what, what, what did y'all think about the Super Bowl, man? You know, you know, we're gonna get into these jokes. Like, <laughs> there, was a, there, there was a camera trick. There was a camera trick. There was a camera trick. <laughs> it was a camera trick. They, they he wasn't the even really done. Down. They turned the whole <laughs> thing upside down. Yeah. <laughs> Oh man, nah. Right. But Camera but trick. to to fit these credit, Camera trick. to fit the, <laughs> you, you're gonna show us how they did it. <laughs> oh god! See, I can touch my I can touch my feet. I can make my feet. <laughs> See, y'all gotta know how to stretch like this, right? Camera trick. That's the camera trick. Camera trick. <laughs> camera trick. <laughs> That's real. Camera trick. Peace, peace, y'all is back. I'm just telling you. What... Hey. I'm just telling you. I'm just telling you. Camera trick. <laughs> it, it's about it's about them angles. Uh huh. The camera angles. All about the angles. You it's right. all about them you angles. Right. Yeah. You know what? You might be you might be on the sun. I ain't even think about it like that, man. Dang, that's crazy. That's crazy. That, that that mean with the guy. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. <laughs> with the eyebrow. 
but to but to, to, to fifties credit, they did have someone that was you know recording, uh, and they showed the setup where Fifty did go up to the bar, pull himself up with ease. Now, now Fifty Cent's like what 40, 46, 47, 40 something. Uh, he pushing Fifty, literally. Yeah. Um, but he pulled himself up on that bar, and then he he you know he hung down and did that thing. Um, but yeah, I, I thoroughly enjoyed this halftime show. Um, it it was it was awesome. Kendrick they could have gave, gave him five more minutes. Five more minutes. Listen, listen. Yeah, the, his his part was amazing. I just I just like the you know the the way they incorporated everything. But yeah, his his part particular. And this is not even me being a super Kendrick Lamar fan because y'all know I am. Um, just. His segment was was dope. I thoroughly enjoyed his segment. I, honestly, the best. Um, I also in, enjoy Eminem's pettiness because uh, you know he did his set and then he kneeled, right? And uh, after he did, you know, lose yourself, um, and he kneeled, which they told him not to kneel. Like you know, no kneeling or anything like that. No, no politically. You know, who, messages but, or but gestures and stuff like that. The Super Bowl folk? The, the, the NFL told him not to kneel. You would tell, you would tell uh, Eminem. And he, Eminem, of all people. Eminem. Yeah, not to Of kneel. all people. Oh, yeah. Right. He did it just because y'all said don't do it. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, because you told him not to do he it. Wasn't even He's going to do he it. He wasn't even thinking nothing about it. Nope. <laughs> he wasn't. He wasn't thinking nothing about. Well, I don't know if he was, but even still, Snoop Dogg, man, um, they showed a uh, a clip of him smoking a joint before the Super Bowl set. <laughs> I was like, that's just that's that's Snoop, man. I mean, I mean you in California, that's though. You in California, what you gonna do? Yes, and you in California, right? What you gonna do? Man. You in California? Now, here's the thing that also like really put a a a, a warmth in my heart. And that was watching all the white Christian conservative backlash uh, about the Super Bowl halftime show. Like watching and seeing how displeased and disgusted and, you know, all these hoodlums and, oh, Kid Rock and Teg Nungen and all these other country and whatever. Uh, they'll do such a much better job. They call, yeah, they called it the Black Bowl. Uh, and I was like, but. It should be the black bowl because it's like 75% black people here anyway. So I'm like, what are you talking about, you dummies? Uh, 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 but the, the it, crazy it, thing it was about, The crazy thing about you me. saying that is um, once they gave Jay-Z the clearance to, to pick out all that, I said, oh yeah, it's about to change. It's going to be like that forever. So y'all yep. might as well get used to it. If you ain't noticed, black people have been singing the national anthem giving tributes to Whitney Houston. It's going to happen. Yep. I mean, y'all thought because we gave y'all country singing, y'all thought she was going to be white, didn't you? Ha! Ha! Yep. Miss yep. Guyton is black. She got uh-huh. you. Ha! Yep, got but you. she is black. Got you. Got you. She's got black. You. And just like Kane Brown, <laughs> she's taking over the, um, the the country world from a woman's perspective. So, yeah. And you know, and you know they hate that, right? You know yeah. they absolutely hate that. Yeah. They They are so up in arms. And, but the thing is, that woman can blow. That woman can sing. My, they even had my ex girl on there. I she mean, can dang, sing. my ex was on there. Yeah, Janae, you ain't seen Janae. Your ex? I, I I saw Janae. Yeah, you know, I, I saw I, Janae. I, up sh- there. What's up, boo? Hey, hey, you already know. <laughs> I, hey, I, I got saw you. Janae, but Say no more. You know what it is. <laughs> now, now, you now, you, you're not on any uh, now, you're not on any restraining orders or anything like that, are you? Oh no! When no, it comes no, from no. Miss Janae, she, she said, "She said I love her so strong." No. First of all, first of all, <laughs> I have never smoked anything a day in my life. But me and her have an understanding. She said, "The day I do, it's me and her." I said, "You know what? Okay. If it ain't with you, boo, it's be it'll be with Rihanna." But clearly, you know, okay. Riri can't do any of those things <laughs> but, because she's, yeah, she she can't she do any of those things right now. But hey, yeah, hey, yeah. That's why I'm on this she, side. She, of she on this side. You ain't never watched Hancock. The closer okay. they get together, the clo- you know. So she said, "I'm gonna stay on the West Coast, baby, and you stay on the East Coast." I said, "You know what? You smart. You smart. 
You be thinking. <laughs> so you know what? You be smart. You see, uh, the, the the love is too, too strong, strong and intense, so it has to be from afar. Okay, I understand you got, that. You got I me. feel yeah. that. Yeah. I, I, I got yeah. you. I got you. Yeah, yeah, I didn't even think of it that way. Yes. God. Yes. That's that's deep. Deep. That is deep. Like because if if y'all became if y'all just attempted to be closer together, like just the the world couldn't even take it. Catastrophes, disasters, like the world literally cannot take the power of you and Janae. I'm just saying, love. who you think I got Dang, this from? That's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> I know you missed it. I know you missed it. <laughs> she did. She did. <laughs> Bring it back. Bring it all the way yeah. back, all the way back, man. <laughs> oh man, so, to roll with y'all for real. I mean, yeah. <laughs> hey, look, like that song that she got is none of your concern no more. She wrote that song for me because I was messaging her and I'm like, "Yo, what's going on? I keep seeing you on walking around with Big Sean." She said, "Baby, it's none of your concern." I said, "Okay, say less when I see him on site." On site, Big Sean. You know what it is. When I if I Big see you in Chicago, it's going down. It's going down. Going down. It's going down. Going down. Feels like you know what? You smart. <laughs> you you smart. You, you be, be thinking. thinking. You be thinking. She was looking out for me. <laughs> yeah. Yep. <laughs> oh my God. Yo, shout out to uh Samad because you know I told y'all uh the last pod KT that was going to the thing that he was putting on the, at the distillery. Listen, Aristotle's. It, it it was it was amazing. We had an amazing time, and Samad, you know, Samad did his damn thing. Samad did his damn thing. Listen, he had. He had them people in there wrapped around his finger. Like, that fool was amazing. And I'm sitting up there, um, you know, because, you know, we, we were, like, the only spots in the room. But I was I was full, nigga. I was like, that's my bro right there. That's my bro. That's my bro. <laughs> I know that, man. I, the, the chef, the chef that's cooking all this, the, all y'all raving and, and, oh, this is so good. I know him. I've been to his house. Nug <laughs> I put my feet on his couch. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I know that man, <laughs> but I'm so proud of him. And I, and you know, of course, I wasn't acting like a nigga. I wanted to, and I told him a couple of times. I was like, "Listen, listen, I I wanted to, but he had me and wifey sitting at the same table with the owners of the distillery. Um, so he had us reserved to sit with the owners, and so we got to chop it up with the owners and um. And he's new. So Aristotle Spirits Distillery. It's in Garner, North Carolina. And he's relatively new. Only you've been doing this for about a year. But that man, listen, I've never tasted alcohol so smooth. Like, and he was just putting stuff together. He he did something uh, like the bourbon was good. Like the vodka was good. The, the cocktail they had was good. The only problem I had was I was driving. Because I wanted, listen, I was like, I wanted to throw these things back. Uh, but but wifey, of course, wifey got lit. You know, she getting lit. And I'm like, I got to drive. And so I, I I got to, you know, I had a nice little buzz, but I was mad because I was like, this this stuff is good. Then he brought out this thing that he he just created. So after everyone leaves, it's just uh, me, Samad, uh, Tish, um, and, uh, and the owners. Uh, we were just, just sitting there chopping it up and this, that, and the third. Um, and then he was like, well, I want y'all, I want you guys to try something that, you know, is we haven't even began any type of production, but it's like, I just created this. So this is like the test. So he brings out a mason jar. And it's like, it's habanero vodka. And I'm like, habanero vodka? I Listen, listen, when I tell you, like, ah, it was good. <laughs> it was good. Ah, it was so good. It was so good. So it's like, 
and especially for me i'm not even a big pepper guy i don't really eat peppers like that um but you know it had that kick that perfect kick but then it still went down smooth it, it was amazing it was amazing i was like i can't you know i i, I took maybe about three shots of that myself all right so listen <laughs> so listen so um we are i was talking about the the date we went friday and how good everything was mm-hmm. so kt was like all right she comes up here i have to take her and i'm like of course we're going to go so i just needed a, a witness uh for everyone to be like all right we in there <laughs> that's, that's all oh and, and they suggested we watch Bel Air okay the show Bel Air y'all love make me sick <laughs> I hope when you lay down and watch Bel Air one of y'all slip out of fart I'm talking about one of the nasty ones one of the wet ones that make the other one say ooh you need to go on somewhere you need to go in the other room and just ruin your whole night and then you're shorting yourself, and then you gotta take an early shower. And then when you get out of the shower, the other one's short. Yeah. We can't go so far. Yeah. <laughs> we short on ourselves. Short on yourself. Yeah. Take a long shower. Hot one. I'm telling you, why you in there? You just like, I'm too grown for this. I'm too old to be doo dooing on myself. This don't make no sense. This is just I nasty. Cannot. I cannot. It's just nasty. Yeah. Hey, he's he's back with a vengeance. He came back Why? with a vengeance, man. <laughs> Why are you gonna speak such negative you energy I over? Lo- I love uh, over it. Over I love it and hated it at the same time. <laughs> he, he don't know. We've been around each other long enough that. Yeah. So you know, at this point, even if that happens, we're gonna be like, "Ooh, mm, you got something in you, don't you?" All right, you, 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 you smell like you be eating broccoli. You be eating broccoli. That was dry. <laughs> Bad one. You can't call this he fought and then she fought right behind him. Oh. Nope. Uh, I mean, you know, when I fought, you fought, we fought together. That's what yeah, the song that's what said. Say. That's what that's, the- that's scripture. <laughs> that's scripture. This way you this way this way you begin. That's scripture. Oh uh, well, you know, hey. It's the old if, testament. If, if thus saith Yeah. Uh, well, if, if thus saith the Lord, then who, who, who am I to rebel? Who am I to rebel? Mm. <laughs> exactly. And it's actually, that's, like, that's a word. Y'all better look it up. Pishaw is in the Bible. Filio in the Bible, too. They talk about that, uh, they talk about that love and filio. Oh, my God. I just. All right. We, we out of here, man. We go. <laughs> we we out of here. <laughs> Listen, y'all. I right. thank y'all. <laughs> Peshaw is back. Shout out to Peshaw one good time. <laughs> Peshaw is back. Hey, hey, remember these right here? Uh, remember these right here? Oh uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, them Iversons. What? Yeah, I remember. Yeah, that, 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 that was your I stuff remember. right there. It was. Yep, Iversons, my guy. You see all those shoes and stuff in the I back? I do see them shoes in the back. I was yep. gonna ask, but you know. Mm-hmm. Shoes everywhere. I was like, ooh. Shoes everywhere. Listen, listen, listen. I was like, you, you, you ain't nothing in here. To the ceiling. Ain't nothing in here. It's just a shoe room. Shoe room. We'll, we'll get there one day. Must be nice. Yeah, we'll get there one day. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. One day. <laughs> All right, y'all. Listen, y'all. Thank y'all for listening. But you love us. Uh, nope. sis, I'm sorry. It ain't gonna happen. <laughs> but you love us. Ain't gonna happen. <laughs> Why not, P? Why not? Nope. Nope. <laughs> nope. <laughs> said nope. Ain't gonna happen. She she, she works. Right, y'all look, and then when man. she get here, she be late. So no, it ain't gonna happen. Demo, they, look, we <laughs> first of all, we wouldn't be able to play the podcast because they gonna be over there looking at each other, touching on each other. Ain't gonna happen. Nope. What? I'm not gonna be watching this mess. What? What we do something look, look, like that? Luckily, man, you ain't got it in the camera like right now. Booty if right you had it in the camera right about? now, I mute you huh? right now. You lucky? You lucky? She's halfway in the camera. <laughs> got her sitting on your lap. Temperatures rising. 
We are gone. That is yeah. it. We are out of here. Hey, y'all, <laughs> thank y'all for tuning in to another episode. This this is episode 70. 70, y'all. We're 30 away from 100. 100. Mm-hmm. But listen, y'all, thank y'all. Be sure to do everything that y'all know to do. You know, like, share, comment, subscribe, rate us. If you listen on Apple, all that good stuff. Um, Yeah, actually, we had a real big boost uh, in the last couple of weeks, which is crazy because, like I said, we really haven't been around. But thank y'all for all your support and everything. Like, this thing is building slowly but surely, so we definitely appreciate every last one of y'all for listening. Uh, so, it's Talk My Credo Podcast. Your boy Dante with my fam, KT. P. Shaw is bike. And my baby is here. She's here. Uh, feel it on your booty. Boo, 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 booty. All right. So, all right, listen. <laughs> In the words of P. Shaw, stay fly, stay blessed. And until next time.